Hey guys, it's your host Julian. This week I'm sitting down with two of my podcasting brothers, Brandon from the Animation Destination and Ricky from the Spoiler Force Podcast to talk all things Attack on Titan series finale. If you've been putting it off or you're watching it currently, this is your warning. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I want to give a special shout out to a couple of our patrons that helped make this podcast possible. Bill, Brent, Patrick, and Jacob. Thank you all so much for your support. It means a lot. If you want to become a patron and help support this show, check the show notes and sign up today. Now let's get on to my chat with Brandon and Ricky. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and today I'm joined by Ricky. Ricky, welcome to the show. How you doing? Oh, fantastic. We're joined by Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the show. Hello. How you doing? Oh, I am doing great, man. We are going to talk, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk Attack on Titan series finale. This one's been out for a couple weeks now, or maybe even a couple months now at this point. But nonetheless, the series is finished. Uh, before we dive into it, if you guys haven't yet, you guys got to go check out Brandon's breakdown of the series finale of Attack on Titan. It is phenomenal. And go and check out anything Ricky does because he is a thought-provoking podcast. Man, the Spoiler 4 podcast and the Animation Destination. Uh, I love, like I told you guys before we hit record, I love when you guys break down stuff because you make me feel so dumb in the best possible way because you guys look at stuff so uniquely and so cool um, when you break it down. But nonetheless, Attack on Titan series finale. Ricky, we'll start with you. What was your initial thought seeing this this uh, series come to an end? It, it was it was really like, uh, to be honest, I was very sad. I didn't want yeah. this this series to end. Um, from watching it way back in like what 2013, 2014, mm. um, I, I caught this on the tail end when season one uh, finished. But then like from then on, just like watching the show, reading the manga, it was hard to let this one go. I, I've, I've never had a, like a show or even an anime like pull me into the story or into the lore and like just like i was one of those people that, that waited the five years for season two like that's how dedicated i was you know so to, to see this go i was just like damn man like it's just like closing you know the, the book that you're reading and it's just like that's it that they're done no more you know so it, it was very very uh, heartbreaking but i'm glad that they finished it and i'm glad that they did it the way that they did um but yeah it, it was it was fantastic all right, Brandon, same question to you, man. What were your thoughts? Um, I had massive anticipation because I had read the manga. It's one of the few that I read the manga prior to the anime. I don't typically do that, but I started reading this manga before the anime ever came out. So I was sort of anticipating all this stuff. Um, I was utterly pissed off at the way that they uh, they released this thing. Um, I thought it was infuriating to call it the final season and split that off into five separate parts. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I was, I, it was some, d despite all of that, despite all of my misgivings about that, it, it when, when it finally hit, when those last episodes finally hit, I was, I was sucked in. It was like, oh yeah, okay. There were even parts to this thing that like oh is that 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 seems anime only and then i went back and read the no that was in the manga and i just completely forgot about it so uh uh but yeah it was it was so well done and like um i there were a few ch a few small changes to it that i think worked out for the better in a few ways uh because apparently people didn't like the ending of this manga i don't know why a lot of people didn't at least uh i thought it was great uh, i i loved this story i thought it was awesome and it was great to see it finally finish off it was it was great i'll uh i'll echo the same sentiment for the fans that know i mean they heard it during our klaus versus nightmare versus elm Street, or nightmare i was about to say on elm street but nightmare before christmas episode we did for christmas and uh i was upset with larry that larry banged out an entire episode or an entire series of my hero 
And all I had to do was do one episode of Attack on Titan. And it took me like six months to actually get around to it. And like you were saying, Ricky, as soon as I got into it, boom, I was hook, line, and sinker. This show was phenomenal right out the gate. I know there's some criticism. I think, what was it for? Season two, it was very weird. It's making you feel for characters that weren't really there in the first season. It's this time, not time jump in a sense, but it's showing you this other piece of the story that was going on um, that was running concurrently with the main story. But all in all... I love the entire series right off the bat. I'm so glad I watched this one. Um, you know, you're wearing a Cowboy Bebop t-shirt. That's probably my favorite anime of all time. That's probably the one I rank everything against. But boy, oh boy, Attack on Titan. That, it, I'm lost for words when I start to think about it, especially that final episode. Um, so, Ricky, you want to give a synopsis real quick on what we uh, what we saw for this this final episode, and then we'll break it down from that point? So are we talking like the... The both specials, right? No, no, just the last episode. Just, just the, the last, last episode. Okay, just yeah. The, okay. Uh, so pretty much, you know, uh, just them stopping Aaron, stopping the rumbling. Um, hmm. I love where it picks right off, you know, from the last uh first half where right it goes right into fighting. No, like no super dialogue or anything like that. It just goes right into it. And uh, yeah, you know, Mappa killed it, man. Like, what I I know that Mappa's like pushing out these their workers to make these animations, but oh my god, dude, they they killed this like opening sequence of just seeing like you see the crew jump out of the plane, they're fighting the Titans, and you know it, it's uh it's just pretty much the Armin and Mikasa and the crew just stopping Aaron trying to stop the rumbling and just trying to save the world, man. It, it's it's uh the way I don't want to go like dive too deep into because it, it's gonna you know end the whole thing right away so i want to slowly get into it but it's um no it's it's, it's been phenomenal i i loved seeing the, the fight scenes you know um reading the manga they you only see like the highlights in the panels so mm -hmm. to see that mappa like just animate every single moment of like even when levi was fighting you know it was just so good and i had goosebumps the whole time and um you know i i felt like a like a little kid again watching dragon ball z i was like yes you know like let's go you know <laughs> yeah, so i get to you uh brandon in just a second but there was one thing because you, you brought it up and we'll talk about it when it comes up but i i, I do want to mention i wanted to see levi go straight professor x and fight in a wheelchair man i they they alluded to him being in a wheelchair and i have not read the the manga yet i'm i'm the guy that reads everything after i see it because i want to be surprised with the show because i watched the show with my son and i made the mistake or i didn't make the mistake hayden made the mistake of watching or reading all the all the my hero books and then we're watching the previous season when lamillion comes on and then hayden's over there ricky i told you the story when we were talking on the bear but uh Hayden was getting a drink from the refrigerator, right? So I'm like, oh, shit, because you see the cape for Lemillion go by. And then Hayden comes running. And he's like, what happened? And I was like, dude, I think he's back. And he was like, who? And Lemillion pops up like two seconds later. And I was like, bro, he's like, yeah, dad, I'm, I've, I've read all of this. And I was like, this is why nobody likes kids. This is exactly why nobody <laughs> likes having kids, because your, your lack of joy kills my joy. You know, but nonetheless, man, I, like I said, I, I wanted to see Levi fight in that wheelchair. I'm kind of glad he didn't because I'm pretty sure it would have been bummy. Um, but yes, it's, it's, the opening sequence was phenomenal. The fact that they jumped right in, you don't really see very often. They got to give you at least 15 minutes worth of dialogue before they do anything. 15 minutes worth of recap. But I, I love how they handled this episode right out the gate. They knew the fans were hungry for the fa uh, the finale of this series and they didn't waste any time getting to it. Brandon. When that initial fight takes off, man, what are you thinking? What are you seeing? What are you feeling when you're watching it? Um, yeah, it's just like again, this is this is the the ultimate 
you know, finale. They're taking on every Titan in existence. Uh, everything just starts popping up. You see all the beast Titans. You see all the all the past female Titans, all the past attack Titans. They're they're popping up and 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 fighting them all. And um, just like my cat here, just just strolling right by. Um, but yeah, and, and again, like there's there's an, there's a certain amount of anticipation for certain spots. Um, I really loved how they did Falco's transformation; that they didn't even show it; it just sort of like happened off screen after they talked about it for a little bit. That made so much sense because it would just it would kind of bog down if you're doing this final hurrah type of thing. You can't just like go over and have like a whole heartfelt meltdown over you know uh falco turning into a new beast titan you know it's like in, into a new bestial style titan i thought they did a better job explaining about how he turned into a flying titan mm-hmm. in this than the manga did it was very like kind of like uh yeah he's, he's a flying titan now oh okay cool um and i also loved this is something i noticed um uh, way later on after everything was done is the fact that all of Falco's stages were stages of a bird like his first Titan stage when he's like the you know a pure Titan he's like all like baby he looks like a baby bird like it's like oh, kind of like his his neck's all long and he's like ah, you know and he looks like a baby bird and it looks even more so if you if you read the manga panel like he looks like uh, it, it's very baby bird like and i thought that was pretty brilliant because then he gets the he gets the uh the jaws and he has the giant jaw beak and stuff and it's very cool the way they did that um that his evolutions all kind of went through that stuff and then i was waiting to see what they would do with the whole like because they they showed on the trailer where Mikasa like has like the giant wings or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was I like, it's a great shot, and it's just like I, I like, and they, it comes out of nowhere. They don't even explain Falco prior to that shot, so people watching that are like, did Mikasa just grow wings? What is happening? So <laughs> it was uh, that I thought that was really awesome. So yeah, it was it was great. It was so so cool. One more time, what is a what does a baby bird look like? Can you can you do that face again? It's like got a long neck. He's like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're turning into right. the YouTube portion of this one so you can yeah. imitate uh, Falco Baby Bird. Um, <laughs> so I, I figure what we can do instead of breaking down the entire episode, because ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go watch this episode. I cried so many times at this episode. I can't imagine not only the intent, uh, the anticipation, the the just the build up for the people that have been with the show, like as long as you guys were, um, cause I just checked in, you know, the year, two years prior, whatever it was, um, whenever I started watching my hero. So shit, man, 2001 is when I checked in. Um, and it's been a hell of a 2021. ride. 2021. 2021. Excuse me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 2021, <laughs> um, is when I checked in, uh, 2021 felt like a lot like 2001, I guess. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> You know, it, 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 it was, I, I was so satisfied. I was so connected to it. So I can only imagine what you two guys felt and so many fans felt. So ladies and gentlemen, please go watch this episode um, before you listen to this. Um, so I figure what we do, like I said, we'll pick out a couple moments, you know, hopefully you guys will have differing, uh, differing moments. And if not, just pick out something. We'll talk about them in depth, I guess. But uh, let's start with Ricky, man. What was like your top moment in this episode? Oh man, top moment. Um, honestly. I'm very biased, so like anything that had Levi in it, mm. any Levi scene, and then uh, Reiner. Reiner was a big one for yes. me because um, you know, I I 
think for myself, I relate to Reiner a lot when I when I read the manga. As, as much as I love Aaron and say like, oh man, I would do what what Aaron did. I think the character I I related to the most throughout this whole series was Reiner because you see that this guy's like, he doesn't want to do what he wants to do, but he does it out of duty. And then, mm-hmm. like, he does it so much out of duty that his mind snaps. And so, like, at the end, you see this guy who was supposed who was who was looked at as a villain in the beginning, doing heroic things in in the finale, you know. And yeah. the guy who wanted to die never died. You know, he was alive this whole time, all the way up until where he fought the, you know, the that essence of life or whatever. You know, even up till that point, he was just still fighting. And I, I think what what Reiner has done in, in this show was like incredibly um redeemable you know like you can hate him but then like you can't deny his actions at all like like he mm. was he was down for the fight the whole time mm-hmm. what yeah. about you brandon what's your uh, favorite R- moment well ricky is correct reiner is the best character um 100 oh, wow uh yeah best 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 character through the whole thing um th- this show does a phenomenal job of switching roles on you and making you root for characters that you previously hated or previously loved reiner switches he he switches from heel babyface so many times in this he's like the big show it's insane like it but you love every minute of it and that 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 is one of the best moments is when he stops the the parasite from from moving and it's just it's not going anywhere it's one of my favorites ever uh another big one i guess you know is it are we doing fight scenes or the whole episode because like whatever you thought because uh, I've got I've got two moments it, in this episode. So whatever your you, best moment or your favorite moment is, you talk about moments that make you cry. It's Sasha when Sasha shows up yeah. at the end. It's like one of my that favorite hurt. shots in the manga. It's one they did it beautifully in the anime. Just Connie and Jean seeing her through the steam, and it all just kind of made sense because here's this thing that's like the prelude of life or whatever. It's just you know this weird amalgam of 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 life and yeast and i don't know it's weird um and it just uh yeah it just it displays sasha for like a second just for them to see and i think that's great that this canonical ghost like kind of is there just to give you one last goodbye and you know sasha's the best like other than reiner but you know uh yeah second best character i would say so that that that's a big one for me i think you as well Um, go ahead I'm sorry. I wanted to add on to that because I, I I love that you know at the end they got to see the ghosts of the people who passed, mm-hmm. and I think that you know that's great for the viewers too. Like that's kind of like closure for mm-hmm. us to see everyone who's died, who's sacrificed yeah. their life in the show. Yeah, so, yeah, that, and then you know with Levi yeah. seeing his crew. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. and Levi finally killing the beast. That's one of my favorites. I love that part because. For for all the stuff that they do, they do a great job of like making you feel for these characters for each one. For some reason, I don't give a shit about Zeke. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm glad he died. And I'm glad Levi got to kill him. That's I don't know. Like I just like he's like the one that I'm just like, nope, can't make me feel sorry for him. Don't care. Like it just uh, something about it. He was just arrogant. I don't know what it was. So all right, as we take a pause for the cause, if you haven't yet, you should check us out on all social media platforms by searching at In My Head Pod. There you can see who we've got coming on, and if you feel so inclined to, you could submit a question to be asked. Now, let's get back to the show. That was so I have two favorite scenes. And uh, when you said when you guys said Reiner, I really feel like you mispronounced Levi because he is the greatest character in the series. Um, <laughs> he is just such a like. I'm the not going to first... begrudge that take. That's a perfectly fine take. <laughs> oh, 100%. You he's know what awesome. I mean? It's like 
that's so hard to say like one character is better than the other because it's just whoever you connect with, right? Right. And each character in this series, you could, I don't think you could go like, oh man, I don't think I could argue away like why that character is so special to you because they gave every character so much life and then they gave every character every payoff you thought they could get, whether they died, yeah. you know, leading up to the final fight or, you know, so everybody's story was wrapped up beautifully. But that scene, where, you know, Zeke just comes out and you think he's like high or drunk and he's like, hey, oh, it's Levi. And then Levi, there's nothing fucking said. It's just <laughs> and then he's gone. And I'm like, dude, he did it like Levi. That, like, I really hope they don't uh, kill him off now. But Levi, he <laughs> he did it. You yep. know what I mean? And uh, on the, site. Oh, third on attempt, site, bro. Third he pulled attempt. up. Third time's a charm, baby. Oh. He said, drop me the Addy. And then he dropped him the Addy. And then he, he took him out, man. <laughs> and that other part, and I don't know if this really counts. So you guys can tell me if it does. But I think one of the most beautiful shots in this entire series was that rolling credit sequence where mm. it's the end. That, like, I got goosebumps now thinking about it. I'm really trying not to, like, be all teary-eyed this early into the episode. But it's like that whole sequence where Mikasa's coming and then like you see the world just changing and everything Aaron said was going to happen happened even after the the extinction of the Titans. And then they leave you that little glimmer of hope um, was like, well, do they come back if they go down that rabbit hole? They pulled a whole Alice in Wonderland type of thing, follow you down into mm -hmm. this tree trunk, follow you down into this world, see if it really comes back. And is it a world yeah. where titans can come back you know what i mean so um those two moments throughout the entire episode stick out to me i'm pretty sure they're like once we start talking a little bit more in depth about some of these scenes um something else might come up but those two like just thinking about it and i've only watched it twice because i'm so afraid to watch it a third time because at that point i'm like i'm gonna start picking out things that i just did not like which i don't think there's anything i did not like in this i wish it was like two hours longer if we're being honest just because i i wanted more and i'd much rather them leave us wanting more than like dude come on you guys gotta you guys gotta wrap this shit up man i got work tomorrow type of thing man <laughs> so with with those couple of scenes that we we discussed man um you know we talked a little levi we talked a little reiner was there any characters that you thought didn't really get a payoff and we'll start with you this time brandon but do you think there was any characters in the series that wrapped up that didn't you know get that payoff historia um yeah. it's it's a shame because like she doesn't really have a spot there so it makes sense um like where the story put her they couldn't really put her into the story as as it finished and mm. i i feel like he maybe tried like was trying to justify putting her in but um i think there should have been something a little more significant about the diplomacy afterwards with her um i would have liked a scene with her but then everything's already finished you know aaron's dead like it's it's all wrapped up you don't need to have another big moment for somebody else who wasn't there at the final conflict i don't think um it's just more of a wrap-up sort of thing but um you know she she had her moment and she doesn't have to like be a you know a, a breeding ground for her children so that it's a happy ending it's good um but just something to where like you know like historia got to see got to see ymir one more time or you know just some something that she could some reason she could have been there with everybody. I don't know what that would be, but it just, it just, you couldn't work her into that situation. Um, I think it would have been nice if she showed, if she left the Island with them uh, and she got to be like one of the final, the, the people there, like she snuck away or something. Um, it was, it was a shame that she kind of had to be there with her kids and, 
maybe she was pregnant at the time. I can't even remember, but she she definitely couldn't be in the final battle. And it was a bit of a shame that she didn't get to have like one last hurrah in the last season because, you know, she was such a big part of season three. She was huge. Like, like granted, her story was done, but like there's more you can tell and you can have that little bit of closure. So, you know, that that was a shame. But other than that, I think everybody else was wrapped up pretty beautifully. Um, yeah. What about you, Ricky? Anybody, anything stick out glaring to you that could have uh, went a little deeper? Uh, aside from what, what Brandon said, uh, not really. I mean, like, if I'm mm. just nitpicking, I would want to say, like, maybe the other countries that were involved in this conflict, you know, like, I, I would love to have them, like, you know, touch up on, like, Onya Capone or, like... The, Onya Capone, yeah! Or, like, <laughs> the, the, More the, of like, him. The, the, the Asian countries, you know, like... How they kind of like weren't really didn't they didn't really want to be involved, but they were also helping already too. So like maybe some sort of closure there to see if like they if they worked with you know, the island of parody or not. But they didn't really they, they didn't even really touch up on that because they're like right away they're like okay so you know Aaron wipes out you know the majority of the planet and everyone's right. gonna turn on us. So there was really no closure on like to see if they really had allies or not. So I like I, I would have liked to see that aspect of it but to our but just for our core characters no not really yeah yeah do they mention yeah. the osmobito like after the ship goes I down so. i can't even remember i don't think they remember they just said like they were just waiting for the rumbling then yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like there. yeah it's like, <laughs> like they just kind of like there's kind of like in boats and it's like all right <laughs> we never go back to them again i don't know so yeah, like, like I said I, I i think uh like i said this is why i think you two are some of the most best that's not right Best boys. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You guys best are so right. good. Best is right. You guys are some of the best people when it comes to your breakdowns because you guys will sit there. Like I said before we record, I just watch it and I, and I wish I had that muscle in my brain where I could be like, oh, I see what they did there. I see what they're leading up to um, because I could look at it a little bit deeper because whenever I hear you guys talk about it, I go back and I rewatch and I'm like, how did I miss that the first time? You, know you, I mean? you you say that, but I wish I could turn it off a lot of the time. <laughs> like, Weed helps a lot, Brandon. I, I maybe maybe I just need to get high and watch some more stuff more like that. I just I always look at something and I'm just like, because like animation's hard. Like animation mm -hmm. is a very difficult medium. So like when you put something on, you feel like everything being done is very deliberate. Now, obviously, this is a this is an adaptation from a manga, so it's a bit different than that. But like even doing like a page in a manga, like like you know manga creators are very like they're, they're very artistically driven like and editors are very much like like every page has to mean something for an editor mm -hmm. for like in the in these companies for like even shonen you know it's like every page has to mean something you can't just have something that's like divulging information what you want to do is have something that's divulging information and also showing you something else even if it's just thematic to what's going on so i'm always looking for that stuff um and sometimes like plot lines sail over my head because i'm looking at them yeah. trying to look for the theme you know it's like and or you know like or i missed uh i missed a cool thing that one of the one of the characters did because i'm thinking about you know like oh what what, what did this what did that rose mean in the foreground like probably nothing it was a pretty rose that they put there because it looked cool like what shut up watch the scene you know i don't know <laughs> yeah i i blame reading the manga and watching the anime a lot like because i got mm -hmm. really obsessive with this with this show so i was like going back and re-watching seasons one and two and three and four and then going back and rereading the manga to see what i missed you know so i i got really obsessive with it so 
him very much like Brandon. I was like, man, what is this? Is this symbolism here or something like that? Or <laughs> something in the dialogue that they said that are they like foreshadowing something? So that kind of <laughs> that's like that kind of sucks when when you're trying to enjoy a show. You just can't watch it for fun. Like I, I'm dissecting everything. Even now, like I'll, I'll watch movies, you know, and I'm like dissecting the scene. I'm like, something's going to happen here, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> there again, I, I do get a joy out of that, though, too, to kind of be like, you know, it's like, oh, what did they mean by this? Where did this, you know, where did this? want to take them and why did they why did they choose to do that trying to figure that stuff is also kind of fun so i need to do more video essays i, I just i never have the motivation to to edit them um but uh yeah it's it, it's it's a bit of a blessing and curse i guess i don't know to stare at stuff like that like i said man just try try an edible and then just see what you can do when you're watching like i said i i come up with sometimes really good ideas and then some a lot of times really bad ideas um, when the THC and the edibles kick in. So it might be 50-50 for you. You might be able to enjoy it a little bit more and still have that little analytical curiosity um, to, to really delve deep into what they're showing you or what they think or what you think they're trying to show you. Um, mm -hmm. Now, with this episode, man, you remember the runtime on this one, Brandon? Was it an hour and a half or was it a little I, bit shorter? I think it's an hour 20, hour 30, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around this, there. This so they did in an hour and a half what Game of Thrones final season couldn't do in seven episodes or whatever it was. Like when when they announced that they had one more episode, I was like, there's no way there is no way like they're going to come in and then they're going to Game of Thrones. Now, personally, I liked the last season. I didn't think it was great, but I still thought it was cool. There was a lot of cool elements like if I'm if I'm. If I'm watching something, I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. Like, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I don't have that much investment into a lot of things. You know, they could fuck up some things here and there. But it's just like, oh, man, there's a couple cool moments. As long as I'm happy and I'm, you know, entertained for two hours, whatever it was, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good. You know, I don't I don't I don't get too angry. But within when they said, like I said, 90 minutes or hour and a half, whatever it was, I'm like, there's no way. There's there's no way there's so much on the table like they haven't even started fighting Aaron yet that's going to be a huge portion and then when you look at it in the grand scheme of things it's really not that big of a time chunk in that whole that whole final episode I mean what probably mm -hmm. thirty minutes tops you know from start to finish but there's so much shit in between there you know him going within the Titans or whatever that universe is considered and then just mm -hmm. these flash forwards and these flashbacks but it's happening simultaneously to what's going on you know. There was a there was a lot of ways that they could have not stuck the landing, but man, I, I'm so impressed that they did this in an hour and a half. Now, is there anything with you guys reading the manga? Is there anything that you the that they left out that might have been like super pertinent in here? Do you think they nailed it all the way through? Uh, if anything, I, I I like that they did change up some things, like the dialogue. Mm -hmm. There's there's certain things that like I guess Armin said to to I can't recall exactly word for word, but he there's some things he said to Aaron in the paths that they switched up you know so i i like that they kind of yeah. uh like isayama and the team the mapa team they, they they switched it up to make it make more sense um yeah. and then like the ending the they even isayama himself said like i believe it was on twitter or instagram he was like just watch it even if you guys didn't like the manga ending just watch it for the anime ending and i what like was the i like what they, uh well there was two initially there the original ending was just them like going to the island and then that was it like they were done you know, and then like the end, it ends at the tree where Mikasa gets the scarf wrapped around her by the bird, mm -hmm. and then he draws out like additional pages to where that's where you see like, uh, mm -hmm. the the credits roll up, like the war, and then the kid going into the, to, to the tree, but like the the anime ending there, there was just like certain still shots they kind of like snuck in there 
that wasn't yeah. even in the manga you know so that's mm-hmm. what i really like like with mikasa um being buried and then like you see her like uh, mm-hmm. under the tree with her scarf still like i i love like those little yeah. still shots like that but, but yes yeah I, I that's what i enjoyed the most like they they didn't change it completely but they still added new elements to this ending to make it more enjoyable yeah yeah, there was um, there was a line that they changed up when uh, you know, when Armin thanks Aaron for, you know, taking the hit, like becoming the villain essentially. And uh, in the manga, it was um loosely translated to "Thank you for committing genocide for us," which is not a great line. So they no. switched that up to be more like we'll we'll like we'll both we both did. You know, we'll both, you know, we'll, we'll we'll deal with it together and we'll both go to hell together if it has to be. We're brothers. And that was just much more like, yeah, that makes more sense. Like, yeah, it's like they it 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 tied into the whole idea that like the through this, like the whole innocence claim is like kind of moot for everybody involved. Everybody did these horrible things in complete defense of what they believed was correct and what was right. And, you know, it's um when you start measuring, you know, uh, you know, cause like, let's face it, Armin set off nukes around people like several times. So, you know, and so like, yeah, he didn't genocide 80% of the world, but when you start like measuring, you know, on that level, it's just like, what, at what point is it just, you know, like, at what point are these two souls similar? You know what I mean. So it it it, it hit a lot better in the in the anime conversation, I think, than in the than in the manga. So so that was really that was really nice. Um, yeah, they played a lot in the gray area that wasn't really black and white. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it was. You know, I I, I want to finish the the manga so I can have a little bit more of a leg to stand on. I mean, I've already seen the series, so I feel like I've you know kind of come and went with with everything that they could probably tell me you guys said there's a couple tweaks here and there but just being a completist and being that comic book guy it's like you got to have every issue man you got to have every trade you know so i got to go and and finish this just so i can have peace of mind um when this this is a two-parter man um so you know you delve deep into this one um on your show brandon already a couple weeks ago like I said, ladies and gentlemen, go and check out Animation Destination, their uh, Attack on Titan series uh, series finale. Um, I'm going to ask you both this question, even though I know your answer already, Brandon. Uh, was Aaron right? Now, I remember, Ricky, when I first started watching this show, um, I think I threw either we talked in Facebook Messenger or we talked on a podcast before we hit record like we usually do. And I was like, dude, I, I'm pretty sure. And I, I was only like season one or season two into it. But you, you already see that initial flip in Aaron. And I go, dude, Aaron... Aaron's Adolf Hitler. He's he's going to he's going to commit. He might be the the greatest villain of all time type of thing. And I was like, is he a villain? And, and both I asked that question to you and Larry. And Larry was like, well, one, you got to watch the show, and two, I don't really think he's a villain. But Larry hadn't finished the the show either, like most people, and he doesn't read the mangas. So the question I'm going to ask, man, not so much was Aaron right, but was Aaron the villain in the story? We'll start with you, Ricky. Okay, so I I honestly think he. It's it, it's hard to say both, but I I want to say he's both because we're seeing it in his perspective of the show. Mm-hmm. So you know him being the protagonist of the show uh, makes him ideally the good guy. But his actions at the end don't justify that he is the good guy. He does what he has to do to destroy the world and save his family. So he's very much anti-hero esque, 
you mm-hmm. know, but is he like a villain villain? I, I don't think so. I don't think he is. But of course, you know, when you have other people who read the manga or watch the show have other opinions about Aaron, um, do I agree with what he did? Not really. But, you know, to be realistic, I would do the exact same thing, too. Like if I was yeah. in Aaron's shoes and like, you know, the world around me is already messed up and all I care about is the people that I love and I want to save, I'll do whatever I can to destroy, I'll destroy the world if I see to save my loved ones. And and I, I yeah. t- that's where I kind of like, uh, I guess, compromise with Aaron or like not compromise, but where I kind of like, you know, I'm more lenient on him about that because mm-hmm. honestly, I'm just being realistic because anyone who says like, oh no, he's wrong. This is this. Like you guys are liars because you guys, yeah. the same thing happened to you guys. You guys would be just like Aaron. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Brandon? Um, here's the thing. I think within his viewpoint, there was not much else he could have done. Um, because again, he had to save everybody that was around him. Um, I can't justify genocide though. I have to sit, I have to sit with Hanji on that one. Don't yeah. justify genocide to me. It was such a good line. And it's like, it's like, yeah, like it it's it it the thing is, um uh uh, I'll get with Aaron and then I'll then I'll talk about the the moral quandary that people kind of have with this one. Um so with Aaron, um I think the correct correct answer would have been to, you know, basically stall and possibly create a peace while holding that power on Paradise Island. That would require Historia to sacrifice her life to her children and it's just a wretched kind of, you know, thing. Um it's a sacrifice that she was willing to make, and he didn't let her make that. He erased her memory and of that conversation in order to, because you know, uh, to basically make that decision for her, um, because he wasn't about to let it happen. Um, the only thing that I think Aaron was correct about was that he saw that this was where the nukes get taken off the table. This is where the Titans die. That's the only way that this goes away is if the Titans are off the table and there's a level playing field for everybody. Um, he's basically, again, he's taking the nukes out is, is basically his whole viewpoint. Um, again, it's, it's, it's that it, it, it does a beautiful job of hammering these things down to a human soul a person what they want and where they go in these situations you know like aaron didn't have to do that if the marleans just didn't persecute against uh against paradise island but they wouldn't persecute them if the eldians weren't persecuting in ancient times and it's these cycles that they're so brilliant with like he's so brilliant at like understanding these cycles that we we see today like to this day you know we we see those things throughout our history too so it's not like this is like some unconnectable situation um apart from giant you know baby naked monsters rising up but you know it's uh you know again it's just like it's just nukes that that's essentially the nuke that we're talking about here and he took that off the playing field that's i think the best um argument for his uh viewpoint is that he basically is in a situation of being destined of doing this like he even creates it himself where he turns the he turns dina towards his house you know through the through the time stream you know like that's he basically creates himself through this whole thing it's like this this cycle that has to happen because this 
this thing has to keep the life going and and this is the way to stop it is if is if everyone against him has their freedom to take his life so you know it, it's it's uh he's not right for the genocide uh but from the context of like knowing that this is going to end what's to come um and possibly what's later to come he even says that you know fighting's never going to end but for a time, there was a long time of peace, you know, like there were, you know, that wasn't like a short trip through through time at the end there. There was a, a long strip of time where 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 we got to the to the bombings or whatever. So, you know, and th- there's just no telling like like how that affects people beyond him. It's it where the morals are in this show. The moral circle in this show is Gabby and Sasha's family. That's where the actual morality lives. It's not even in the main characters. It's get out of the forest. That's literally the 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 true moral answer through this whole thing. And, and of course, from a Japanese production, it's from the country folk because they love uh, making the, the the country folk the um the uh, the 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 end all be all morality but yeah it's it's get out of the forest sasha like gabby is the microcosm of how to get out of it she was an indoctrinated child that believed that she was a that she was a devil but she was going to use her ability to end her line of devils essentially and then she realized that it's just people there's just there's not any devils around it's just and that is that's the core of 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 the morality of that and people seem to miss that they seem to think that it's about like oh was 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 aaron correct or was 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 historia correct the correct is is sasha's dad and and gabby they're the correct ones so follow that get out of the forest stop killing each other stop holding grudges stop being stop being hatfields and mccoys about it (laughs) you know People are so obsessed of getting mad at Gabby. That's why they missed that point. Everyone, yeah. Everyone hates Gabby. Everyone hates Gabby. And she's like the best. She's like the best microcosm of the whole show. It's so good. And they hate her. And it's like it's just like you guys missed it. You missed the point. And it's because she killed Sasha and it sucks. Yeah. I know. But that but that was such a big deal that ah man. It, it, such- it takes her doing that to realize like, yeah, what I what the action that I took for like vengeance right didn't do anything it just right. made more vengeance and then like she yeah. you know when she saves uh the girl that sasha saved you know she yeah. realizes like oh man you know like yeah they're not bad people like they're helping that's, me and then that's the way to go yeah. At that that's the big moment of the series for me is is uh is gabby saving her and like she looks up and sees sasha in her it's just like there you go boom you did it like that that's what a what a cycle that initial moment where, you know, when you're talking about get out of the forest and, you know, there's three things that come to mind, not only when I'm watching this last episode, but these last couple episodes, but when you're talking in particular, man, two quotes and then one movie reference. So I guess it's kind of a quote too. Um, but the eye, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. That's what her dad was preaching mm-hmm. right there. Stop yep. holding these grudges. And then with Aaron, no matter which way he went, he was holding a double edged sword. So he was either going to cut himself or he was going to cut somebody else. Somehow he kind of figured out a way to not so much do it 50-50 because what was it? You said 80%. I'm pretty 80%. sure that's what they said. 80% of the world was taken out, you know, and it's, <laughs> that's a lot of people, man. Um, and then the third one, uh, you know, when you were breaking it down um, was, I think it was, uh, was it Endgame or Civil War when Tony Stark's 
nukes and his missiles were landing where Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were. And he was like, mm -hmm. we were trapped under that rubble, right? Ricky, you were actually talking about the reference I'm making. Um, you know, we were trapped under that rubble waiting for that bomb to go off. And all we saw was your name. And I'm paraphrasing that because it's been so many years since I've seen the scene. But how many, how many villains did Tony Stark make by bombing that city, whether he was bombing it or not? His name was all over those missiles. His face was all over those missiles. So he did kill 80% of the people, but he united the people. The friend of my friend is my enemy or the enemy, or however that, that phrase goes, right? They He gave everybody a person to hate, a villain to hate, a villain to blame, where he did take the Titan powers away from everybody, but he also gave, I don't want to say, oh man, what's the word where you get... Um, uh, uh, you get overlooked for a sentence. What's the word I'm looking for there, Brandon? I'm pretty sure you know it. They can pardon you, pardon you. They pardoned, you know, Ar um, 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 Armin and all of the other Titans because Aaron was the guy that that made that final decision to kill everybody. Yes, they're all Titans, but but Aaron decided to kill everybody. So they took that Titan power. You know, I don't know if they explained too much in the manga, if anything ever happened to them, you know, uh, any repercussions after to all the Titans that were previously there that did not pass away. Um, but, uh, you know, he, like I said, he took that finality out of everybody else's hands and he made that decision himself. You know, like you said, can't, can't go along with genocide, man. It's, uh, it's a fucked up thing. I mean, it's, it's been tried in real life, you know, not even 80 years ago. And it was a terrible fucking thing then, you know, and seeing it, in, seeing it in anime and just drawing so many correlations to real world, like you said, taking the nukes off of the table on a consistent basis we're wondering if we're going to get bombed by this side of the country or this side of the world we're going to get bombed by that side of the world so how they played into that and so many fears of so many people i just thought it was just beautifully executed now the uh second part to to that question uh that i was asking before like uh laid all that groundwork for aaron do you think there was a way for him to come out of this and not do what he did do you think there was any way for him to step back and walk back whatever he was about to do no, no, he, no. he, he's, he's already made his decision. And Aaron throughout the whole show has been always been like a hasty, rash person. Mm -hmm. You know, he never really thinks things through. It wasn't until he got his powers like awakened that he started like planning everything out, you know? So he, he was already like going through each scenario and he's already made up his mind, you know? And that's why, like, you know what I, I wanted to, to add on to what Raina said, like with what Hanji was talking to him about that, you know, he, he didn't even care anymore. He ignored what Hanji said. Like mm -hmm. he he wants to just save his friends and that's it. Like he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't. He didn't care about the the rest of humanity. Even like you know when he saw that little kid, he was crying. But like and he was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know. But yeah, that still didn't change his ideas. You know, he still didn't mm -hmm. stop. That was <laughs> so, so yeah. tough to watch. That was yeah. so tough to watch. Like I think that would have cracked me. Like I don't know how how what you know how and you see how cold and callous that uh, that Aaron or not Aaron, excuse me, that. Um, that he was, but it was just like just watching that scene and then that not wanting to change his mind, just seeing that kid. It was one of the most grotesque scenes I saw in this anime. It was just that kid, just his head whole blowing up and bulging. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, that would have changed any opinion I had right there about whatever I was doing, man. But uh, Brandon, what about you? Do you think there was any way for Aaron to, to take a step back and, and change course? Or do you think he was destined to do this? No, hundred percent destined. In fact, he was uh, he was a conundrum that I think the author really wanted to make, and that's a guy who's a slave to freedom, um, mm. you know, which is a great great line. Um, but you know, even like it, it, it's it's pretty much hinted that this is just 
destiny for him, like in, in like every cause um, when he's a baby, Gresha says to him, you're free. And that's, that's the, the, that's like the, the, the one thing spark. like he understood the spark. He understood that as a child, as a baby, he understood mm-hmm. what that meant. And it went all throughout it to the point to where to get to this point, to have this freedom, to give this freedom up for everybody that I have to, I have to change the direction of this Titan to go eat my own mother. Yeah. It's just like, he's literally trapped in this cycle and there's not anything he can even do about it. And, um, but it is also his beliefs and his thoughts too. That's the other rough part about it. Like he is also angry at the world. Um, you know, it was, uh, when Zeke was inside his mind and like, he caused Gresha to attack the family. Like, that wasn't that wasn't a uh well i guess i have to do this moment he he wanted that to happen he wanted them he wanted this to continue on he knew that this had to happen and he was angry that it existed because he connected with ymir uh the original ymir who was angry at the world for what had happened but you know there's even that little bit of complexity that she loved uh uh, King Fritz, you know, the guy who enslaved her and, you know, and like, it's just like, there's that, like people are complicated. They're, they're, they're more than one emotion. It's that, that sort of thought process, but yeah, there's, there was no going back for him. He was, he was destined to do what he was going to do from day one. He manipulated his father from the future to put him on this path he manipulated titans to create the child that he is and from day one they they even it's so beautifully done because they even set it up very early on when he when he kills the people that kidnap mikasa as children you know as a a kid he you know he just like oh guess what you're dead like he's like this little psychopath like he's fucking crazy yeah it's just like oh he's a he's a little (laughs) psycho like this is nuts you know because you know you you tried to hurt something that that I'm trying to protect you know just it's he was always that and I think that's really perfect because they kind of take this like um you know this heroic stance of that and then they take it to this other extreme to where he's like oh but he does he does do what he said he was going to do he destroyed all the titans he, he yeah. succeeded so you know and they fucked around and they found out is what uh, Brennan said <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the fucking now- amoeba found out yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was such a weird was it did it look that weird in the manga yeah yeah, yeah weirder yeah. i'd say yeah weirder i'd say it's like it's it's pure white in the manga it's really weird like there's like no shading on it at all it's like creepy and yeah it's really weird it's like a like a like a slimy centipede yeah, yeah. parasitical thing that attaches to your neck Ugh. It just, I mean, it's, it's fitting, but it just made like everything on the back of my neck crawl, seeing it just the way yeah. it moved. It was mm-hmm. just like, this is disgusting. Yeah. But I had to, I had to watch it with one eye open. Cause I wanted to see what was going <laughs> on. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, now I know I asked you guys, you know, your favorite moments in this episode. Um, but uh, I, I would like to know how many times do you guys rewatch this one? Ricky, how many times do you rewatch this one? Uh, I, I rewatched the, the finale twice. Um, twice. But then I, I read the manga, like, several times over <laughs> okay and then yeah. brandon how many times have you watched it watched uh, i watched this one now. twice as well yeah i watched it twice over um i watched it after i did my episode see if there was anything i missed because i'm a sadist um and uh and uh i also but i reread that i reread the last issue of the manga like 
like a thousand times just to make sure I understood everything that was there because I kept reading that everyone hated it and I just didn't understand. Like, I mm-hmm. I don't know. It was very odd. It was very bizarre to me. So, Well, the reason I asked that, and I mean, it's, it might be somewhat of a rehashing, but uh, I think favorite scene is completely different than what I'm going to ask you. But uh, was there anything that you guys rewound to that you wanted to rewatch and rewatch and rewatch? Might not have been your favorite scene. It might have been something. Maybe I'm just trying to connect some dots. Maybe I missed something before. But was there anything that you guys wanted to revisit a couple more times? Uh, not so much in the finale, but it was always like through seasons one and two that I went mm-hmm. back and rewatched stuff because there was like before you find out about like Marley and stuff like there's details of major foreshadowing from the very mm-hmm. beginning. And that's what I enjoyed about this show was like you can go back to season one, catch all these little like Easter eggs or, or details that you missed out the first or even second watch. And so that, that's what I do. I go back and do that. But the finale, no, they yeah. I didn't really go back to catch anything that I missed or or any Easter eggs, but I did like, if anything, like just the Levi fight scenes, man, like just mm-hmm. catching that stuff so frame fun. by frame when he's yes. flying around fighting the other jaw Titans. Dude's a freaking monster. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Brandon? Was there anything that you wanted to go back and revisit a couple times scenes uh, or moments? Yeah. I, I rewatched Levi killing Zeke about four times. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was pretty just down with it. Without his just head, that, with his head, without his head, I, with his the, head. <laughs> the look of, Oh, this, motherfucker yeah. from Levi looking just like <laughs> he just popped his head out and said hi to me this yeah. motherfucker is dead like it's so good I loved it so and like even Zeke knew he was dead at that point um uh yeah I I've rewatched the uh the conversation between Aaron and and Armin a few times that's a really Dude, good it's one so heavy it's yeah. so heavy it's yeah. so good that's that's like that's I love good brother stuff man like brother good mm-hmm. good good brothers in arms type of thing is great um uh, one thing I, I I kept I kept pausing it on Rico's reintroduction into the story because Rico, she was one of my favorite characters from season one, and she disappeared, and we don't get to see her until she's there cheering with the Agarists at the end, and I'm like, hey, Rico, she's is she, awesome. Is she at the end of the manga too, I, I don't recall. Yeah, yeah, she's like just a tiny at the bottom of the panel of the Agarist doing the oh, thing, you know, okay. doing the chant. And she's like right there, like, hey, Rico, sweet. It's like I. Yeah. I loved Rico and they had nothing for her to do when they took the walls down. It was just like, oh man. So, like, it's just funny because Isayama yeah. forgot about her. Like he yeah. completely forgot about completely Rico. Forgot. <laughs> she was so awesome in that first start in that in the in the the taking back She Gunsina arc. It was so good. She was great. She was like the best character. Ah man. Just had nothing for her to do. So weird. So is that a is that is that a uh, sequel prequel that you want to see? Is yeah. her just the, what the happened in between? Are- yeah, the adventures of Rico. What's she been doing? You know, it's like the garrison needs some more stuff. The garrison doesn't get any doesn't get any love, man. It's all scouts and military police are all villains. They're all a holes. So you know, it's like uh, it was. I, mean, I want to see it. more of the garrison. You got Pixis. Pixis had a lot, but like you don't even see Rico like ever. Like you know, it's like so. Like when everybody turns into a titan, did she turn into a titan? I don't know. Like we don't even see her. But finally, she gets shown at the very end. So it's like okay, Rico survived all that, I guess. So sweet. <laughs> like she was and became the one a Jaegerist. She was the one on the grassy knoll. Brandon. Yeah, I think we just it's true. I think we just uncovered <laughs> she. I, she could have been the one to play the bomb. I don't know. She could have been one of them. Who knows? So we might be onto something, Brandon. We might be onto um, it. We might be onto it, man. Um, now, as we start to as we start to wind down, man, uh, I figure we've talked pretty heavy on this series finale, but I, I figure we'd be we do a huge disservice 
to not only talking about the entire series in, in, in total, man. Now we won't go into detail, but I do. I would like to know. I got to imagine, Ricky. You said you've went back and watched the first couple seasons because um, you just wanted to see where you're at, see if anything you missed. A lot of foreshadowing on Brandon. I'm sure you did the same thing. Um, and reading with the monk. Is there any moments throughout the entire series that would crack a top three for you? We won't. We'll leave the last two episodes in the final season out of this one. So we're only talking about the first four. Um, was there anything that you guys would say? This definitely cracks moments, characters, character arcs, or or lines of dialogue. Anything like that? Top three moments for both of you, Brandon. We'll start uh, with you. Yeah. Or Ricky, let's go with you. Let's go with you, Ricky. Oh, uh, um, I guess uh, my number three moment would be like, uh, I guess it would be just oh, season one where uh, when Aaron gets eaten. Mm-hmm. That, that would be that would be my yeah. number three moment. When he gets yeah, eaten yeah. for the first time, because that was like what episode five of season one. And I was like, "What the mm-hmm. hell? He's the main character. He gets <laughs> eaten up already. Like, what kind of show is this?" So <laughs> Hayden and I both looked at each other. We're like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> and same thing you did. I was just like, mm-hmm. "Dude, did he? Did he just die? Like, is there any reason to watch the rest of the show? Like, what? I that was like the first moment because you know, like, there's so many episodes or there's so many shows out there. You go like." He's for sure gonna make it, but the way they eat him, I'm like, dude, he's he's not coming. He's dead. He died. Dude, his no, arm flew off. No leg, no arm. Leg. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just were like, nope, he's dead. And then they immediately focused on Mikasa. Like her, the entire thing becomes like about her. Yeah. After that, it's like it's brilliant. It's brilliantly done. You don't think he's coming back? It so, shocked the fuck yeah. out of me, Brandon. Number so three good. moment for you. Number three moment for me. Um, I gotta go with um. Uh, leave this I mean, shocking that's that that it's this high, but uh, uh, Levi versus the female Titan when he goes super oh, so- when he go- when he when he goes Sonic, that's one of my favorite. That the music for that scene is so perfect because you're just waiting for this to kick off, and she turns around and throws that punch because he's waiting for it. Like I know what you're about, bitch. Let's go. You know it's so good, and he does that little turn with his with his with his other blade. And he he, yeah. he gets both blades pointed in the same direction because he's done his do his little wheelie move. It's so perfect, like, and it's early too. This is like Wit Studio. Like all my moments are pretty early in the in the thing. So same, but yeah, that's 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 the top one for me. I absolutely love that one. So. so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a real asshole, and I'm just gonna give you my number one because mm. you already brought up the moment. But this is the moment that galvanized Levi is probably the. <laughs> dopest character in anime <laughs> history for me like it is so hard to unshevel piccolo as like my favorite anime character Ooh. of all time like piccolo is like the goat man the world's greatest dad um but the moment that you were just describing i'm going to take it one step further this is when i knew levi was best like you already saw what he would do when he would go out with the scouts beforehand but you didn't really see what he could do but when they've got her tied up or or they've got her pinned down and she's still got her hands trying to protect her neck mm-hmm. right she's just hanging yeah. out and he's standing on top of her head and he's just tapping <laughs> i'm going to kill you right the right. balls on this motherfucker when he does that i'm just like this might be either the dumbest character or the greatest character not only in the series but of all time because you you see some badass stuff but that takes it to a whole nother level of badass it's a lot of fun because, like, until that point, every character that's boasted has died horribly. Yes. And then yeah. this guy's, like, boasting, and you're just like, 
is he just going to get eaten? Is he just, is this kind of just going to bite it real hard at this? Like, mm-hmm. no, he delivers entirely on what he says. And it's so good. <laughs> like, oh man. I was waiting for her to take her, like the, the entire time he was doing that. Cause I already started mm-hmm. to feel like, man, this guy is pretty cool. But whenever I say this guy is pretty cool, they end up dying. I was like, man, Aaron's a cool dude. And then Munch, he get munched by a Titan. I'm like, well, I guess I have to find a new character oh. that seems pretty cool. I oh, was he saved Armin. Her... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for her to take her hand off or even take her other hand and then just smash, leave. That's what I was waiting for. Right. So I was yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. going to happen. It's the most mm-hmm. logical move for this Titan to do. He's going to smack. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Give me one second. Uh, music just started playing yeah, for some reason. Um, but yeah, I was yeah, just, I I, like I said, I was waiting for that to happen. Just get smashed, man. Um, so like I said, I'm going to, you guys are saying you're number threes. I'm giving you my number one. So I feel like an asshole, but it's just like, I didn't want to miss that <laughs> moment and have to go back and, and talk about that moment again, man. So, uh, Ricky, yeah. number two, what was your number two? And these don't have to be in order. These could be just anything you like, man. But what was another moment that you liked throughout the first early season? The first early seasons. Um, number two would be season one where. Annie takes out Levi's team. Mm. I I yep. was I still remember watching that episode. I was supposed to study during community my community college days. I was supposed to study. I was in the library watching that shit on my phone, and I got up and I was like, you know, what? I'm going home. I'm watching the shit at home. My <laughs> <Bye>, nerds. <laughs> so the, the, I'll I'll never forget it, man. Like that scene set such a huge tone, like where you think. Like what Brandon was saying, like or you too, Julian. Like, just you think that these guys who are high level are going to win, and they mm-hmm. don't. You know, like yeah. they just get taken out so easily. You know, they were mm-hmm. doing they the four the four members on Levi's team couldn't do what Levi did, and that's how like amazing yes. Levi is, right? And and they you know they did what they thought that was right, and they took out her arms. You know, and they they were going around, they blinded her, and and. Right before they do it, she she recovers one eye, takes them out one by one, and then fear sets in. And then you see, um, mm-hmm. what's her name? Uh, the girl Petra. that like, Petra. You see her get stomped, and I'm like, oh my god, man, that that was a out of nowhere, death. out of yeah. nowhere. You're like, brutal. oh shit, it was so brutal. And then like to the to the point where it leads up to Aaron seeing them all get wiped out and coming back. And this is where I love Aaron because like you know he, Yuki Kaji does such a fucking fantastic job dubbing Aaron like you you can just sense his emotions the fear the rage the anger everything all the resentment towards Titans and he's like you know what fuck it I'm I'm gonna kill you and he transforms and he screams in the mm-hmm. floors like oh I'm getting goosebumps just talking yeah. about it. like it's mm-hmm. it's so so well done and then and you know just to the point where he gets beaten by Annie and I was like damn yeah. all that for nothing it, it, well yeah. what's cool about that scene it's the first time you see Annie shook the female yeah. titan shook in that in that fight like she's like oh like i'm not like no this is bad and she like almost retreats and then thinks yeah. about it and just like i it, beautiful the way they do that too by the way where they they put these ideas the the way they have these characters like if you go back and rewatch and what these characters are doing and like how they behave that they're just scared kids still in a way mm-hmm. that they're doing these things where like Annie's about to run away from that fight and she stops, slumps her shoulders and turns back around and I have to do this. Like, I can't not take him back right now. This is it, you know? And then when she fails, when Levi, you know, takes her out and they, they get Aaron back, she's crying and you're just like, what? Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, it's so weird. You know, it's like, you just don't know anything of what's going 
going on. And there's great scenes of Bertolt like looking at Reiner, like just like, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> it's just like, like and dude, just like cut it. Oh, <laughs> thinking just like they're watching. Wide eyes. They're watching. Shut up. The, the whole time he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you psychopath? Like he's just like because he's lost in his this double this double character he's created, and and Bertolt's just like he's losing his mind. He's losing his mind. We're fucked. We're fucked. And it's just, it's so funny. Like there's even a scene when Ymir's tearing down the tower where he's about to bite into his hand. Like it's, it's, he's in the background, he's doing this, and they don't, yes, it's so good because you don't notice it. It's so good. I love it. Even when they notice like Zeke for the first time, they realize, like, oh, shit, like he's here, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's a great scene. My probably one of my favorite scenes, uh, artistically from season one, uh, is when Mika's, uh, is when when Aaron shows up essentially as the Titan. So when Mika mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, basically given up, um, and she's just contemplating, like, yeah, it's about I, it's good life. Might as well just give this up or whatever, you know. And then she gets that little spark and she fights back, and somehow that becomes a plot point in the actual show. You know, it's like this 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 idea of fighting and having to fight coming from Aaron that it's like also possibly the the idea of you know her ackerman blood being inside of her type of thing you know i think that's crazy but just that whole scene with that music where oh yeah and the orchestrated she, music oh my oh, god it's dude, so good so and good. it's just and she's fighting this titan she doesn't even know why and then a second titan shows up and then she's like no i'm not giving up i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fight until i die and that's it and then then this other titan just punches the the other titan and you're just like what is happening it's so good <laughs> i love watching reactions to that episode like any youtube reactor channel that does the show like that scene they're always like what and they're just like what's the who's this shredded titan what's going on so good love that scene. It, it added on to such the mysteries of the titan because like you know initially we're all mm-hmm. thinking like these titans are mindless monsters mm-hmm. and yeah. then to see that one fought back is like holy crap what the hell's going on like this mm-hmm. changes the the, the tides of the whole story no but yep. brandon that, that's such a good scene too because like i i love this dialogue that you know that mikasa says you know like she's like if i die i i, I won't ever remember you aaron and like you know like yeah. you know she's professing her feelings for yeah. aaron like exactly that, like and the, the softy in me i'm like man that's such a that's such beautiful dialogue yeah it's it's gorgeous and also it's it's the passing of the torch moment because aaron's yeah. dead at this point so you're thinking like oh it's a show about mikasa that's awesome like we this is just the setup and her motivation for this yes. and then aaron shows up immediately <laughs> I'm just like, you don't know it's him yet but it's like takes a rotating this card back like no i'm yeah, the main character just, nope <laughs> nope that's mine give it <laughs> give it back like it's so funny <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, remember I said uh, probably about a half hour ago where these two guys are brilliant. They see those dialogue, and then I'm just over here like, I don't know, man. Levi rules. Uh, uh, he, he's <laughs> like cool, the though. best character. But here's here's the thing. Uh, so, my second favorite moment is the first time the the or not the first time because we've seen him before, but when Zeke shows up in beast form and he's got all these titans hanging out the wall, and this is where he just starts decimating the uh, the scouts and shit. My oh, favorite man. scene is when everybody is charging, but Levi is literally hopping and slicing, hop mm-hmm. and slice, hop and slice. Like I said, Levi rules, man. I don't know what else to say. He's just yep. cutting 
everybody down. Everybody else sucks. Levi's cool. That's my second favorite moment, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get to uh, – so, Ricky, you started with three, two. So your number one moment, man. What is your number one moment in the early seasons? I, I've mentioned this before on my podcast, but um, my number one moment in Attack on Titan, and it still stands to this day, my number one moment is the reveal of Bertho and Reiner. Yeah, and they when they casually in season two and they casually tell Aaron, yeah, so we're the armored and uh Colossalite, and you know, like <laughs> dude, I I read that manga and like even even reading the manga, I was like, yeah, I had to go back and reread. It. I was like, really? They just said it like yeah. that, so nonchalant. They, they do it like that in the manga too, where it's just like sort of said like over here, like a conversation is happening. Yeah, and you read this tiny bubble where Ryan is like, yeah, I'm the armored side and he's uh, the colossal. It's like. Hold on, wait, what? <laughs> you have to go back just out of nowhere and just like yeah. I, I I got I I had the honor to speak with Rob McCollum who voices Reiner too. And mm. you know, I was telling him, like, dude, I, I watched this scene in church, you know, and <laughs> I was I was in church and during service watching this scene happen. <laughs> and when the reveal happened, you know, and, and, and the climax of this episode happened, I, I had to walk out of service and like go outside and scream. I was like, oh my god, like I was you know, fanboying out like crazy, but yeah, dude, this this scene takes it all for me. Like, if if I was to wrap Attack on Titan and tell you like this is the best scene in the show, this is it. The the reveal, yeah. like when you find out that your some of your friends are the but the enemies that you're supposed to be fighting, you know, like everything, all the emotions that Aaron go through, that went that Aaron went through, that Mikasa went through, everything that's happened in that moment was peak. It's just mm -hmm. it was insane to see that like you see Aaron like trying to take this information and he's like okay wait wait, wait chill out chill out like you're what now you know and then <laughs> you have mikasa who's only a couple feet away who's like yeah eyeballing them you know she's like what the hell right you, you yeah. know and then you know and and that's what what's so crazy about reiner too is like he he thought that he could just say it to aaron and be like yeah i could tell you this and let's go let, let's get out yeah. of here you know it's like bert hold oh. over there yeah Berthold once again like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah and yeah i, I love like the symbolism too like when the flagpole snaps that's kind of like mm. resembling reiner's mind snapping you know and mm -hmm. he's like i can't do this no more i can't play the, yeah. the, this double agent and then mm -hmm. all the way to like Berthold's like right now we're doing this right now and they transform yeah. and mikasa comes mm -hmm. in with the blades mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. oh my god dude like, i and love it yeah, and the double subterfuge of it too. The fact that they knew prior to that because they'd figured it out yeah. and they're just like they're suspecting is like we think maybe this is probably what went down. And Aaron's like, nah, nah, that that that's not that's yes. not what's going on. Yeah. Uh and then he realizes at that moment it's like, oh, oh fuck, this is what happened. Yeah. yeah. And it's the best, it's the best I Titan uh Aaron Titan transformation too, where he yes. transforms in Reiner's hand and he comes up and ah, oh, it's so good. Such a good scene. So good. What about uh, what about your 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 last scene, Brandon? My number one scene is Sasha versus the eight footer. I love that scene so much. It is my favorite scene that I read in the manga. Uh, this was during the the five year span between, you know. So, um, uh, you know, so I I I already read that scene, but like I'm waiting for this scene to happen in the manga or in the anime um for five freaking years from waiting for this scene um and i'm hoping they're doing it justice because like i it's my favorite scene in the whole because sasha at this point i think sasha is my favorite character reiner doesn't become my favorite character until the the fourth volume and stuff where he, you get to learn about his past and everything that he you know everything that he became um but sasha is my favorite at this point so it just was like 
having her do this, her having this moment and like using, you know, her, her bow hunting skills, but it's not unrealistic. She doesn't get that third shot. She just like takes it and throws away and like does it. But learning about her past at that point too, of understanding that she was this selfish person that wasn't, you know, that, that wasn't reciproc reciprocating to, to, letting people into their land and then her dad being like, yeah, things are going to change and we're going to have to change too. But like what you need to understand is that you, you can either face that head on or you can run off into the woods. That's all you get. That's all you can do. So, you know, having that, that thought process in her head and she throws away the bow and jumps at this Titan just to save this one little girl, you know, whose mom was horrifically eaten in front of her. Um, that scene still kind of haunts me, man. It's it so brutal. Yeah. I remember like people watching that. They don't realize it's a Titan either because he's like so hunched over. Like it, it kind of looks like, you know, it, it kind of looks like a rape scene sort of. You know, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Very, it's very like, oh, it's very, very graphic, very graphic and creepy and just like, oh, it's just awful. And then and then she says like the line is like everybody knew my mom couldn't walk well, but nobody like came to help us. And then like. So Sasha's going to be that one that sparks that memory of her talking to her dad about helping other people out. Then she gets to see her dad for the first time in forever, yeah. and he's proud of her. It's just like, ah, what a damn scene. And not only that, it is then amplified by the later scenes with Gabby, because that little girl is Sasha's new adopted sister, and that becomes like a whole thing. It's so yeah. freaking good that they take like my favorite moment and they make it relevant all the way down at the end. It's so good. I love that scene so much. It, it, like, you know, when you go back and watch it, see, like you understand her feelings too. That like, when she finds yeah. out that Gabby killed Sasha, she's like, Yeah, you know, you killed the person who saved me. You yeah. Know, like, you killed like, my sister. It's exactly yeah. what she says. It's brutal. It's, like it's man. It's very heartbreaking, but you know, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a very good. I, I, Brandon, I don't know if you talked about that on your show too, like where Isayama was like, yeah, that was where she was supposed to die. And then, like, yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I haven't yet, but yeah, that was supposed to be her death scene. She was supposed to die there, and he was just like, nah, I can get a little bit more out of her. So, and it was just yeah, like, I think oh. like the other editors or something like that, they were crying yeah. reading yeah. it. And so yeah. that's why Isayama like pushed her death scene to the later. <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah. no, I can use this more. I can make her death even more horrifying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Isayama, you monster. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Don't make everyone sad. You know, side tangent here, though, like Isayama and like uh, Julian, I don't know if you're watching Jujutsu Kaisen, him and like yes. they, yeah, Akatami, they're, they're friends. So they're purposely hurting us in the fields with these characters. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, I, that's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I need oh, to okay. watch the season, but yeah. I'll get. I'm getting to it though. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched the first season with Hayden, but Hayden is Hayden. I told. I told when he got into anime, well over four years ago. I was like, I've been telling him like, Hey man, you got to get on Dragon Ball Z. You got to get on Dragon Ball Z just so you can get it out there because eventually you're gonna want to watch this, right? And he's like, he kept saying, no, this is like old. This is like your cartoons, dude. You grew up with this one, old guys. He just kept saying old, 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 right? And then he, he goes know. and he, don't, he know. don't know. He goes and he downloads. He downloads the game because all of his friend friends are playing it and shit. And it's like Dragon Ball Legacy or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, Dad, do you know how strong Super Saiyan Two Goku is? It's like, yeah, not as strong as Super Saiyan Three. What's up? And I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Why are you talking about Dragon Ball Z right now? He's like, well, I'm playing this game, and I was like. <laughs> And he's like, I just started watching the show. I'm I'm already past the Sa the Saiyan saga. And I'm like, I told you this four 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 years ago. Like, where <laughs> where have you been for the last four years? And now he's like halfway through Super. And I keep asking him, like, Hey, have you finished? Have you finished the the Black Saga yet? Have you finished that that arc yet? And he was like, 
no. And I'm like, dude, can you just hurry up and finish? Cause he's, he's watching everything, but he'll go back and he'll rewatch shit. And he's like, I missed something, right? He's very, he's, he's a lot like you guys. He'll sit there and he'll break shit down and he'll just hit me with these questions out of nowhere with no context whatsoever. And it will be like, what do you think about this to happen here? And I'm like, Dude, I I don't know. The colors were cool, man. The music sounded pretty dope. Uh, you know, Goku does what Goku Goku did. Goku things, bro. What do you? He's like, yeah, but I was like, dude, if you and I shit you not, I tell him this all the time. I was like, if you want to hear people talk about this a lot smarter than me and your dad, go and check out Ricky. He he, Ricky. He listens to your show and he's listened to quite a few of your episodes too, as well, Brennan. Especially a lot of the anime ones you've done. So, and then that's when he'll hit me, and then I get like. I gotta go. I gotta go back and listen to what Brandon Ricky said, so I can sound like I'm smart. Like they know not to bring me homework from school. Like Hayden knows not to bring me homework. He knows to go straight to mom because I'll just I'll get him. A, I'll get him a horrible grade. But uh, getting getting back to getting back to um, uh, you know Levi Rules podcast, man. My uh, my third favorite scene, and these are in no particular order, other than that first one was my favorite scene of all time. Him stomping on that the the the, the female Titan's head um, was him and Zeke sitting over at the fire, and he's just looking at Zeke, and he's like, "You do know I'm going to kill you, right?" And then Zeke's just sitting there. He's you know he's all head in the clouds type of thing. And then you flash over and the way they shot it was you're sitting there seeing them and it and it's like they're having the side by side conversation through a fire, which is already in my in my opinion, it's already super prime. They show us super primal when you think about it. It's life and death, right? And then you mm -hmm. think about them sitting at a fire, right? What people did millennia ago, what people do now, and stories are being swapped. Levi essentially gave Zeke the story that he he's he gave him his final chapter. He knows, like he told him. I am going to be the person that puts you down. And mm -hmm. like I said, going from seeing what he did by tapping on the tack Titans head and then going and doing what, you know, him fighting Zeke and almost getting to him and failing. And then him sitting in front of the dude that he, his only goal now, he can die once he kills this dude and just saying like, I'm going to kill you. And then Zeke not taking him serious because Zeke thought he had this master plan. You know, it was just one of those moments where, you, like <clears> you said, you're sitting around a fire. It's already primal show. And then you're yeah. just sitting there sharing something to keep warmth with somebody that you want to fucking kill because mm -hmm. he destroyed the guy you looked up to the most. He destroyed your friends. He is the reason your city is in rumble or, or in crumbles, whatever that word is, um, you know. Yeah, rubble. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that was a very articulate word. It was an SAT word, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it was just, it, it, it was such a visceral moment. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this yeah. seems so much deeper than I just don't like you. It's I'm, I'm, I want to murder. I want to make sure your lights go out. I'm going to be that guy. That's yeah. why I, I love that moment. And yet his duty keeps him from doing it twice. That's, mm -hmm. that's what's so good about Levi. He's not just He's driven by character. vengeance. He's an honor character. He's like, I can't kill him now. I can use this to maybe even save Erwin. So then it gets taken away by the card Titan. And then that time he's like, can't kill you right now because we still need you to blur out Aaron, but I'm gonna. <laughs> and he's lawful he good gets, for sure. He, yeah. And then he gets yeah. away again and it's like, okay. Uh, and then finally that, that last moment where he's just like, oh, I can finally kill you. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and it's and just like a, a split second. It's, 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 it's a line. Oh. It's a line. It's just yes. a straight B line. It's so good. Oh, he's done with him. I love it when like Levi mentions, I forgot, was it to Connie or to someone? He was like, you know, I, I made this promise to Irwin and mm -hmm. I've never failed 
ending my missions for Irwin. I, I like he has to do it. Like I, mm-hmm. the way how he's just said it in in the sh- in the finale was like, you know, I'm. This is something I have to do. I have to do this. But whether I'm crippled or useless, like I'm, I'm killing this motherfucker. You know, like so I, like the goal that he wanted, and when he finally achieved it, was like, finally, you know, like he, he's he, he's done. Like his job is done. And I think I, I love that he, even way past Irwin's death, like he honored Irwin's like final words all the way up until the end. Yeah, Levi's Batman. I just realized Levi's Batman. When you kill me, you have the permission to die. That's essentially <laughs> what happened. He was like, he can die now. You know, the only thing, you know, going back to what I asked you, if you guys could change it. The only thing I didn't like was Levi became the Candyman at the end. That was the only thing I didn't like. I was like, no, dude, I need my Levi. Oh, they, they kind of changed that up too, because in the yeah. manga, he's uh, being pushed by Sasha, an, an older Sasha, and older uh, Falco. Yeah. They changed. Gabby. It. Oh, Gabby. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Sasha. I was yeah. about to say, yeah. shit, they didn't kill Sasha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they did. I liked the. I liked the ending they gave Gabby and Falco better in the in the anime where they're out farming. I think that was a much better thing because it kind of tied. Yeah, it would tied back to their whole like time on the farm where mm-hmm. you know Gabby yeah. was having like the miserable time on the farm, and but you know she's now she's grown up and realizes that she needs to help people. It's just it's wonderful. It's great stuff. And then having Levi and having Levi like handing out food and like doing like, you know, like, like missionary work and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, he, he, he fulfilled his mission. Like he can, he can rest now. It's fine. You know, it's like, I, I'm curious if the Ackerman uh, gene stuck around, they don't really talk about that. Like if the Titans are gone, does the, would the Ackerman yeah. power still be around? He probably wouldn't even be able to, to do the lightning quick speed stuff anymore. I don't even know. So here's my take on that. I I think maybe because they are branched off, off, like they're not super connected to the the Titans. I want to say like they're they're kind of like the Captain America type of uh yeah super serum. Yeah, they're super serum. So like they him and Mikasa, they're I think till their deaths, like they still have it. They're able to pass on those genetics, but I don't think they I don't think they have that like wanting to serve anymore or that that connection. I think that I think that connection is cut off. Yeah, the they founders. still have their they still have their physical capabilities. Yeah, they never need to use them anymore, so we'll never yeah. know. So there we go. So it's crazy. Yeah, it, that it is. And it, oh. this was a go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Also, one last question: uh, Does did Mikasa get with Sean? Did that happen? Mm. I initially it, thought that was the case, but I the, don't think the, so. The guy at the grave with her, he's got the hat. He's got the same look. I'm just saying, like. There's there's I, a guy I, I in the think, same suit. <laughs> I think it was Armin with his grandfather's farm. Could have been. Could have been that. Could have been Armin. I think that was yeah. it. But yeah. good. I, I only say this because um there's a music video that they released for the ending mm-hmm. for the finale. And mm-hmm. in that ending, you see Mikasa as a child running with Aaron again. Like and, and you know, mm-hmm. they kind of connect the the still shot at the credits where she's buried or laying right. laying dead. You know, mm-hmm. and then, like at the end of that music video, she, she's or I, I don't know if it's the end, but the beginning of that music video, she's in that same outfit still with the with the scarf and she wakes up and then she's a kid holding yeah. hands with Aaron. So I'm okay. thinking I'm thinking that she she yeah. died waiting for like she died waiting, waiting. Yeah. 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 It's possible. Like, yeah. It, it was sad, too. Like, I, I think, you know, what Armin said, you know, how he told Zeke, like, you know, I'm always the last one running to that tree. And yeah. even in death, like he was the last one to die out of his friend group. I'm like, man, that, that yeah. hits pretty hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's I I I keep going back and forth whether she did or she didn't. 
Um, just the way that she talked about Aaron, the way she took care of Aaron after his head was severed. I just don't think that, um, I don't think she would have been, been happy. I don't think she would have wanted to go, um, with anybody else. I just, I just, how Levi's duty was done after he killed Zeke. I think Mikasa's mm -hmm. duty was to carry that burden, you know, cowboy bebop, perfect reference, man, carry the weight. She had to carry that weight for the rest of her life. And yeah. I don't think that, uh, I, I just, I don't know, man, it, it's, it could go 50, 50. I'm typically wrong on most things when I look at them, but, uh, I just, I just don't think she would, she would have been happy. I don't think it's something she would have been, you know, into, um, yeah. the, the thing that I, I think about the most when, you know, you see that and the, the bird and the scarf are all the memes that came out of that just birds shitting on people and said this is what happens when sean you know is trying to get with mikasa and there's just mm -hmm. fucking seagull shit all over the place that's what i think of mm -hmm. when i when yeah. i think of if uh if she ended up with anybody i just don't think that i don't think aaron or bird aaron or aaron bird whatever mm -hmm. you want to say it Birdman would have uh let him do that you know what i mean yeah yeah but like i said i've been wrong before i could be wrong again man um that's it's all up in the air. They'll never finish that part of it. It's fine. Oh, that, that's what I love yeah, about this show, too. Like, there's no 100% closure. Like, everything's still mm -hmm. up in the air, open endings mm -hmm. and stuff like that, open plot yeah. points. I, I love it. Like, it's, yeah, I do too. That's how you know it's a good show because, like, it, if they closed every loop, then I, everything's final. You know, like, no. Like, it, it was thought up right from the beginning, too. There are yeah. things that were just there. Like, the title of the first freaking episode is from me 10,000 years ago and it's like that is about Ymir in the first episode like we yeah. know like it just that this is all coming full circle it's nuts like it's just crazy that he thought about all this so far in advance so yeah that all plotted out and just filled it in you know it's like what a what a, what a case it, it, it's insane when you start to think about it like you think marvel tying everything back up and back around and to it you know up until end game and then you look at a show like this and then you go back and then first episode dame you, you could literally take a, a a wall and have just red twine going to everything that happened and then you could always take it right at that end of that episode and they're circling it and they're bringing it back. It was full circle with everything, man. And there's nothing glaring, at least in my eyes, that uh, I, I don't think they tied up. You know, we talked tying stuff up in the, the 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 series finale, but just throughout the entire series, it's it's like they executed every landing. You know, it was just a it was just a phenomenal show. And I figured that'd be a fitting point to end it right there, man. So we're going to do two different ratings here. And uh, Brandon, we'll start with you and we'll go show first in its entirety. And then we'll talk about the the uh, series finale. But if you had to rank the series finale, Brandon, out of five stars, five Titans, you know, whatever you want to rate it, man, what would you rate this series finale, the episode? Series finale episode, I give a four out of five. Um, four out of five titans four out of five titans um i think that's i think that's pretty fair um mm -hmm. yeah actually look yeah i think that's fair i think four out of five yeah um uh yeah just like it's near perfect you know mm -hmm. there's a few things about it i remember reading it a few times and there was like a few things that i would have like would have liked to have seen i probably can't think of any of them right now um apart from like the historia stuff which i mentioned so that's probably the only thing would would be that and like getting a little bit of closure with like paradise island and everything and mm -hmm. having maybe a little bit of like uh idea of like where that's going but 
then I kind of understood like afterwards, like, you know, years after the manga was done, like I, I kind of understood what he was going with is just these cycles never really end. So there's, there's optimism, there's peaks and valleys, but you know, where, where do we, where do we go from here is it's up to us. And he can't seem to fictionalize an ideal world. A paradise Island is never going to happen, you know? So. Absolutely, man. Beautifully put. Ricky, what about you? Series finale. What do you rate in this out of five uh, series, stars or five series titans? Finale, um I, I'd say four four out of five as well. Just because, you know, like like Brandon says, there's certain details I wish they touched up on. Um, but overall, man, like it's hard it's hard not to like say too many bad things because like I'm so biased towards this show. Like for me personally, yeah. I, I I love the show a lot. So it's hard for me to be like yeah, they could do this and do that, but I, because I, I, I'll look past all that stuff. But yeah, I think, I think the the series finale was was good. It was it was done very well. I, I, I give, you know, the animators at Mappa so much credit for being able to push out this project the way that they did, along with all the other things that they're working on simultaneously. So it's it's done very well, and uh, yeah, and Isayama did a great job with with the ending and changing mm-hmm. things up and and giving us the ending that that made sense versus the ending that we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully put, man. And if I had to rank it, man, I'm going to rank it five out of five munching Titans, man. I had fun (laughs) with it. You know, I've, uh, I've seen a lot of series finales and I don't think, I don't think there was one. And I don't know if it was because I was watching it in real time with everybody else. Um, because this one felt different than going and just catching something that was older, on mm, on on yeah. Netflix or Hulu or you know something that I'd already watched before you know so this one this series finale just felt different it felt a lot like and I, I've referenced them so many times and they don't need any referencing but I've I've referenced Endgame quite a bit it felt like that like you had all of this anticipation going into this final episode knowing that this is it whatever happens within this ninety minutes that they're going to put out is it that's it you know nothing's going to change and it was the same thing with Endgame I remember watching Endgame. And crying, but watching fucking attack on Titan and like really crying, really feeling like I I'm never gonna see my friends again. You know what I mean? Just yeah. watching this, this and and like I said, I only have this emotional attachment just by like two or three years, whatever, however long it's been since I started this series. You know, so I can only imagine the 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 just the grief or the the strife that they felt in their lives with the people that have been following this for as long as you guys have been following it, you know? Um, but yeah, man, uh, series finale, five out of five Munchin' Titans um, is what I'd give it because it just, it hit every moment. It, it it hit the high notes, it hit the low notes, it hit the happy, it hit the sad, it hit the the anger, it hit the, the fucking whatever comes after anger, whatever the anger counter is to that, man. It just, it hit like a perfect umami bomb. That's what it was like. Mm-hmm. It was an umami bomb. It hit everything on your palate, bro. It was just perfect for me. Mm-hmm. I think depression comes next. Depression. Yeah, there's a little. There is a little bit of that, especially that flashing of Sasha. Right. Yeah, five stages of grief, man. So, and then I figure we'll do it. Uh, we'll 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 lump it in there. Um, we'll lump the series finale in there with your ranking for the entire show. So the entire show, seasons one through fucking 5.3a, you know, however many episodes this or seasons this last one was considered. Or uh, according all to the, the original thing. No. Yeah, they, they don't know how to count. <laughs> they, they can't count. No, I, don't think uh, I, I barely made it through math, but I, I can I can add. I've got these many fingers, you know what I mean? 
well, technically I got these many fingers, but that's neither, neither here nor there, man. But uh, what would you guys rank the entire series as a whole? Nine out of nine Titans, 10 out of 10, five out of five, out of 10. all of it. Yeah. It's a pride. It's, it's, it's so good. Like, again, like there's like little things that I could nitpick here and there, but as a series, I think it's, I think it's perfect. The only like criticisms that I think that would probably bother other people. It doesn't bother me. Um, uh, I know a lot of, most people don't like, you know, they don't like gore or horror and like mm-hmm. that, that could turn you off. Like if you don't like gore, you don't like horror, you don't like the idea of people getting eaten or stomped or dread, that sort of thing. You're probably not going to like the show. Like that's, that's fine. Like that's subjective. So, um, but, um, and the only other thing I can think is just the idea, the fact that it takes you on such a journey that this show is not what it started out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if, incorrectly pulled off that could just be completely um uh you know t- a complete turn off um i think it's perfect i think it's i the, the way that they do this show the way they keep the like you said the whole existential dread of life and death through this thing and they boil that into like the big questions and the small questions all throughout it's thematically perfect i, I think this 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 show is 10 out of 10 it's fabulous obviously there's things to nitpick there's no perfect show out there but um except for avatar um and but it's you know it, it's just like it's amazing and and I, I i wouldn't have done this episode if it wasn't a i would have i would have done it if it was a three out of five i like things so, <laughs> <laughs> even things that i'm like yeah it's pretty good i'll do an episode yeah absolutely i right. enjoyed it and I'll, I'll do an episode on it uh but no five out of five like 100 like it's 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 a it's a top tier for me it, it's one of my favorite of all time probably it's probably within my top 10 of yeah. all time beautiful what about you ricky man where are you ranking this one like i said i'm super biased but you know, mm-hmm. five out of five ten out of ten you know yeah it's perfect yeah, i like i like nine out of nine titans because there's yes. nine titan forms so, you know. <laughs> the show is just you know just very well written you know i i'm glad that like i watched this being older versus like being a kid watching this because you would mm-hmm. miss i think as a kid you would miss out unless you're very intellectual like you'll miss out a lot of these key points that the show is trying to show you as a viewer you know i i through all my discussions about attack on titan with people and on the podcast and even some of the actors you know on here it's just like you know re- reflecting on on this show man i it makes me love it even more just because mm-hmm. it's very relatable it, it's it's humanizing you know like even with all these fictional points, like you can reference it to real life, you know, to the, to the wars that's going on now to, to what we've had in our human history and all everything that's accounted for. It's very, very relatable. And I, I, I love the, the themes, the characters, the shows, the everything that Isayama put his essence into, like to, to show us like how the cycle of violence doesn't end. You know, mm-hmm. even as much as we want to change it to be realistic, like this is what our world is, and how can we do? What can we do as people to kind of shift it or change, change ourselves, or you know, help motivate people to change themselves? There's so many things, and I I love that you know shows like this that make us like talk about things like that is what makes a great show. Because if mm-hmm. I honestly think that if a show doesn't make you like talk about topics like this that are very um humanistic or very like real life that's it, mm. it didn't do its job you know mm. so attack on titan has done its job to show that you know not just anime but just fictional storytelling can be mm-hmm. very well done and whether yeah. you read it in the manga or watch the anime uh, or listen to reviews like 
this is something that will be in history. Like, I I believe it'll be there in in like anime, like how they reference Evangelion all the time. Like, it, it's on that level where they will go mm-hmm. back and like, you know, reference Attack on Titan when it yeah. comes to like creating uh anime or shonen or whatever it is. Absolutely, man. And uh, when I think about this one. Like I said, I mean, Cowboy Bebop is probably like my favorite anime I've ever seen. And I, I haven't seen nearly the amount that, uh, yeah, beautiful shirt, um, uh, Brandon. But I haven't seen nearly the amount of anime that a lot of people have because I'm still fairly new to it just from the last few years, just diving deeper into it. But if I've learned anything, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And, you know, I love Cowboy Bebop. I love Attack on Titan. I mean, there's days where I wake up and I'm like, man, Attack on Titan might be the greatest anime I've ever seen in my life. You know, it's just the way they could take, they could make you, or they could take a character and then just by a tweak here and there, they could make you love or hate this character like that. Mm-hmm. They could make you feel and understand everything that that character is going through. They, they legitimately, and I've, I've said this on so many of these podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. When you can see yourself in any character, I think that's the mark of a true craftsman right there. When you can sit there and it's not the anime, when you can close your eyes and you can just listen to the dialogue. And this isn't saying writing's better than anime. This is just saying when you start developing these characters, Shrek said the best man, ogres are like onions. These characters are like onions. There's so many layers to them, right? When you can sit back and you can just close your eyes and you can hear them talk and you can hear the conviction and their voice you can hear just the disheveledness because of what they're going through their world is literally being torn down by these outside forces and you find out that we are the real monsters we as people we are the real monsters right that was something so profound to me and i couldn't agree more dude i'm I'm so glad i read or not read excuse me i haven't read them all yet I'm so glad I watched this as an adult because even as an adult, I'm missing shit on a regular basis. And Hayden is typically the ones like, hey, man, did you get that? And I'm like, no, tell me. Give me the answers to number four. What's <laughs> going on here, man? You know, I'm tuning into, like I said, I'm tuning into what you guys are saying so I can look I can look at this at a different level, man. It's always nice having, you know, a third party or an outset set of eyes because you can't catch everything. Right. Or it's mm-hmm. everything is subjective. Right. What he said, you might interpret a different way because you might have went through something like that. You know what I mean? So this show was so profound. Larry, you were right. A hundred percent. I should have watched this one a long time ago. I know I've said it. Larry, Larry, right. A hundred percent. Larry's always right on all of this shit because he just and I, I talked to him about this series, too. We, we went out and had ramen one day and uh, just just his insight on the show. But just like like I said, it's just. This show is perfect for me, man. It was just, I was really on the fence when I saw that first episode. You know, it was just, it was, it was definitely a little bit more graphic. I'm not a, I'm not a graphic guy, but I don't shy away from graphic type of stuff. Um, But it was, it just didn't feel like it was for me. I like stuff like My Hero where it's like fun, even though it's getting super fucking dark right now. Um, I like fun stuff. And it was just like, I found a way to have fun in misery if that makes sense you know what i mean it was just Mm -hmm. it felt like man this is real life but with very little consequences because it's not real in a sense right um yeah five out of five nine out of nine ten out of ten munch and titans um yeah it's a perfect show ladies and gentlemen go and make yourself if you haven't watched this and you've made it all the way through this we apologize for ruining this but you had plenty of time and plenty of warnings to go back and what are you listening to this for go watch it and then come back and listen. And then go and listen yes. to Brandon's and go and listen to Ricky's. Every time these I guys mean, break stuff down, man, it's phenomenal. I mean, I mean, don't come back now. You listen to the whole thing. Don't worry about it. But... Well, come back and listen. And you, by the time you finish the series, you'll probably forgot what we said. That's true. Just rewatch it again. Give him a second listen. 
the best thing. Yeah, give us a second view and a second download. Well, folks, uh, this has been a blast, man. Ricky, it's always fun. Brandon, it's always fun. Uh, we'll start Absolutely. with you, Ricky, first. Um, actually, before we start that, man, Ricky, you're getting ready to do something very, very cool and something um, not a lot of people are going to do. So let the folks know what uh, what old Ricky Vang is doing right now. Uh, well, currently, as of this recording, I am uh, training to enter a uh, point Muay Thai tournament. It's very, uh, it's it's very light, you know, nothing crazy, no knockouts, semi contact. Um, it's just so that you know beginners like me can go in and get some experience and and you know increase our fight IQ and stuff like that. Um, but I, I've been focused on that lately, which is why Spoiler Force has been on a halt. Um, and then on top of that, I still have my my anime frontier. Uh, press work that i'm working on that I, I just i dropped the interview with rico uh and i apologize in advance because the audio my audio was bad but his is good so still do your best to listen to it i if you're watching it it's only on youtube so if you watch it on youtube you can't hear me there's captions i spent two weeks working on fucking captions so <laughs> go check it out it's only a 20 minute video and then i'm still working on my uh press interview with Miley flanagan who was the voice of naruto and then the one after that is with Steve Bloom, who is also Cowboy Bebop. And nice. Uh, I got we got to talk to him too for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was that one was very fun. And then after the Frontier stuff, uh episodes 170 to 180 are already recorded. They're just in the archives to edit, which I have not I, I'm gonna be honest, I've been very lazy about it because I've I've been so focused on every other thing. But uh I, I have episodes lined up. So like there's episodes of like Phil Parsons, uh Sean Chiplock, Kellen Goff, who voices overhaul from my hero. Um, you know, from uh I one with Julian. We talked about the bear. I I, I wanna get I wanna get to that one too, because the bear just won what the Golden Globes for best actor yeah. and like uh for, for uh Jerry Allen White, who's freaking phenom phenomenal, you know. So yeah, if you hear us geek out about us, uh, geek out about Attack on Titan, wait till you hear me and Julian geek out about the bear, dude. That show, is, <laughs> I, side tangent, that, that show is fucking good too. <laughs> that that got brought up in the episode I just recorded with Jay. He talked about the bear. Everybody's talking about that show. I need to watch it. So, oh, it's, it's good. It's yeah, Brandon. It's, it, it's good because you can yeah. watch it within a day. It's only twenty minute episodes. Besides, like Sweet. maybe one or two. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. so good. It's so nice. Good. Oh. Like you like Attack on Titan, like this depressing atmosphere, you know, the bears, that too. Nice. <laughs> if you've ever if you ever worked in a food industry and wonder why we we turn to drugs and alcohol and why depression and suicide is so hot, just watch All the right. bear. The first 20 minutes of the first episode, you'll understand why there is so much pressure, man. Brandon, like I said, he is the host of the Animation Destination. Where can the folks go and find your show? And what do you got working on next by the time this one comes out? animationdestination.com you can go to animationdestination.com slash subscribe to find all of our uh, subscription services we're on Spotify we're on Apple Podcasts we're on uh, all the things uh, RSS feed is there so if you want to go and subscribe go to animationdestination.com slash subscribe um, all of our episodes are on animationdestination.com along with uh, some written works and some video stuff that is coming out pretty soon you can also listen to our two latest episodes that will be out 
when this comes out, which will be um, the Animation Destination Awards for 2013, for 2023. Sorry, I did the same thing you did. Uh, 2023. um, So that'll be fun and find out what the best ones are for what's the best anime, what's the best animated series, best animated movie, what what are all those for 2023? Listen to that. And uh, obviously it's my opinion, so of course it's correct. Um, uh, But uh, you can also listen to our Probably the latest episode that'll drop is Blue Eye Samurai. That'll be a oh, great one so for everybody. Good. Such a good show. I'm probably going to have like eight different guests on for that one because oh, everybody nice. wants to be on it. Uh, it'll probably only be the three three guests, but still, because uh, I only have four microphones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a great show and I, I can't wait to talk about it. So, yep. Dude, I can't wait to hear you talk about it. that that one. I popped it on because everybody, all of my friends were talking about it at work. And at first, mm-hmm. it was like the first two minutes. And I was like, I don't know if I like the animation style. It, it kind of. Right. And then, yeah. like, I just got sucked into it and I forgot about it. And you, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is dope real- as hell. Like you realize, like the like like the way they frame everything is so good that like the 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 quote limited type of thing that they do is like it's so well done they take that limited style of animation that you've seen certain shows do and they do so much with it and make it yes just awesome so well done so well done Dude, that, that initial fight Crazy. scene where she ricky have you watched it yet mm, so good not yet but oh it baby honest. it is i'm jealous i'm jealous <laughs> i'm yet. jealous i've heard great things about oh, this show <laughs> man it's so good it's so good when mm. she gets to that first dojo and fucks everybody up i'm like oh my god becky look at her go i was just like holy fuck this is the <laughs> coolest thing in the fucking world it was so your dude you're gonna love it it's so fucking good um awesome. and ladies and gentlemen if i can say anything i love all of these guys episodes ricky i love especially when you get uh when you when you get folks on that have worked on animes but what i what i really enjoy is when you and your cousins or you and your friends get on you guys geek out about the shows because that's what that's what like podcasting is right there. Like when you guys, I can feel like I'm in the room with you and your cousins, and I feel like I'm Hmong too, bro. I'm like, man, I'm just like these guys. I 100% agree with everything they're saying. <laughs> I could be one of the cousins right now on their show. You make it so inviting for your show, and that's why I love listening to your show. Brandon, my favorite episodes are the episodes you do that you're releasing for the 2023 awards. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like it's an event. It's like the Oscars. It's like the Golden Globes. It's like the Emmys. It's all everything wrapped into one. Like, I'm not saying you lack on any other production value for all of them, but this one always feels like it's an event. Like, I got to feel like I have to wear a suit and tie when I listen to this, and I don't own a suit and tie. I've got a bunch of bow ties. So I typically go and I'll get my Batman bow tie, sit here, I'll drink my little fucking half and half Arnold Palmer tea and lemonade, I'll smoke a joint, and I'm like, this is what life is. Listening to Brandon's (laughs) correct animation recommendation awards this is what life is in america ladies and gentlemen so make sure you always check out those episodes i love those episodes um like i said man this has been an absolute blast ladies and gentlemen make sure you go over and by the time this comes out what the the thing will be the 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 tournament will be done ricky or you'll be just going into it about four weeks from now uh i i think i'll be just done so okay so make sure you go and yes. congratulate Ricky for his win in four weeks from now, ladies and gentlemen, because he's going to crush this tournament. And make sure you go and check out Brandon's episode for um, not only Blue-Eyed Samurai, but his awards. And let him know what you thought should have won awards if you guys got a disagreement. But you heard him for, mm-hmm. you heard him here say, he said 
his opinions were right. So make sure if yeah. you bring an opinion that's different, make sure you got some uh, receipts for him at the end. All right, man. Well, he's been Ricky. I've been, oh, shit, I did it again, man. He's been Ricky. He's been Brandon. I've been Jillian. It's been the What's My Head podcast. And this has been another piece of your childhood. Good night. Hey guys, it's your resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones here asking you to have a listen to my Animation Destination podcast. It's an animation celebration podcast and it's full of all sorts of stuff about anime and cartoons and voice acting and all that sort of thing and just a really all-around celebration of anything animated. So come on by and check it out. We've got fan episodes of your favorite animes to your most obscure cartoons on Netflix that no one's ever heard of and just really love talking about it. You can subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes and anywhere else you can get your podcasts from. So stop on by, subscribe, and stay tuned for the Animation Destination Podcast. If you're into anime, manga, comic books, movie reviews, or just pop culture, Spoiler Force Podcast is the place for you. Not only do I talk about nerdy topics, I have conversations with a variety of guests, such as musicians, Comic-Con artists, cosplayers, other podcasters, and people from all over the world. Join me as I go on this journey to find ways to help others express themselves with their creativity. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Before we go, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with the podcast today. I truly appreciate every download and listen we get. If you're liking what we're doing, drop us a five-star rating, drop us a review, tell a friend, and I'll see you next week.